listeners and future listeners after this one i'll tell you what guess who i've got tonight i've got the one and only cat temper on the line how are you doing tonight my friend hey good how are you oh just super just loving it now you are from boston is that right that's right how's everything in boston these days for you we are enjoying our summer heat wave starting right now okay so what's a summer (laughs) heat wave look like on the east coast i heard you guys are getting hammered pretty good Oh, it's um, it's been in the nineties here. Oh, Jesus, that's not that's not nice for Boston, is it? No. And uh, I'm kind of in a rural area, so okay. we get some tree cover. <laughs> I got all the fans going, so uh, luckily I'm not in the middle of the city right now, avoiding be, the commute. That'd be horrible. Yeah, no doubt. You're, are you uh, are you working remotely since all this COVID? Crap yes, started? thank yeah. you. Thankfully, very much so. Um, I uh, Boston has like some of the worst traffic in the uh-huh. states. <laughs> um, I don't live too far from Boston, but my commute can be like up to three hours long on a normal oh my day. God, so, just just getting through traffic. Yeah, so I'm wow. thankfully using that time to actually like sleep and get work done and see my family <laughs> isn't that isn't that something we don't have yeah to, you don't so have to it's leave a silver house. lining yeah no doubt that's that's what i think it's been for a lot of people that are able to work from home my my wife's been working from home since all this started and uh, oh yeah, cool not that, not that we have a super commute in our little city but you know it's still it's still good it's better to be safe than sorry i always say yeah no oh. i'm doing fine not leaving the house yeah, exactly. You know, and I and I said that too from the get go. It's like you want me to just stay inside and not do anything. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, torture. No yeah, problem. stay home with my record collection. Yeah, stay home with my record collection. Just fucking talking to people. It's fine. It's all good. Now, so, did you just get a record player? I literally, I got it today. <laughs> I got it today. At I just saw that picture. Yeah, I. Uh, I got Welcome that. Welcome to um, the club. You're doomed. Yeah, you know, I know that it's not, it's not the greatest record player. And I don't care about that. I just um, like, I don't know, I've always wanted a record player. <laughs> and I just never bothered getting one until a couple of days ago. I was like, you know what, fuck it. Today's the day. Now, have you started like your, uh, <laughs> have you sectioned off a, a corner of your house to start your collection? Not yet, but I, you know, I've been kind of eyeing up a little bit of a spot where I should put, start putting these things. Oh yeah, I've only got three. Long. I've only got three right now, so I'm. I already... saw the Michael Jackson one. That's one of the Michael first Jackson. ones I ever bought. Really, eh? That's yep. cool. I love that. that. That was that was when I listened to when I was a kid. My dad had that, and I remember he'd always pull it off the shelf and just say, so Here, "This is this is music." He'd go, "But like, all right, <laughs> Dad, you're right. It is." So I had to get that one. It was it was on a good on for a good price too. So I got that. And then my buddy Richie from Insight, what's up, Richie? Sent me a vinyl, autograph vinyl of his band. Ooh. And then I got one for my friends in uh, Midnight Gallows, who are a local band in the city. I bought one off them for twenty bucks. So 
I got oh, those three, and then I ordered one that doesn't come until September today, so we'll see. Oh. I've got my list, though. Don't worry about that. I've started a list. Yeah, I grew up loving vinyl. Um, it, actually, when there were record stores, when mm -hmm. there were actual malls. <laughs> yeah. When and then go I stopped start. buying records for, like, almost 20 years. And then Why? You just went to it, CDs or just? Yeah, totally. Like yeah, I too. was a big industrial and electronic fan. Mm -hmm. And then one day I was trying to get a new Skinny Puppy release. Okay. And they didn't have it on vinyl. And I was like, I guess I'm starting my CD collection today. Oh, man. And, man. <laughs> and then uh, found Bandcamp a few years ago and fell off the wagon again and I totally made up for lost time, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's well, very cool you can support artists directly. So I don't yeah, mind. if you can if you can do that and they have vinyls, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. There's a lot of good bands I've seen on here that have vinyls. So I'll work my way through them. Oh, you know boy. what I mean. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> you have my sympathies. Yeah, I was looking respect. at yours. I was looking at getting feralized, and I was like, oh yeah, fuck, because I want that neon green that looks so good. And then I was like, oh, it's like 30 bucks Canadian for the record, which is fine. But then it's also $30 shipping. And I was like, oh. I know. It's terrible. That's and, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's no offense to you. I was just like, God damn. I just Our country's can't working second. on making it even worse. <laughs> yeah. Right oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for tariffs and things like that on records. Oh. Yeah. That'll be great. Be perfect. Be four times as much money. But it'll be worth it one day. I will get that damn feralized album. I am really surprised you know, vinyl technology, I don't think it's changed since it hasn't. <laughs> they invented it. And you'd mm -hmm. think we'd be able to just download and 3D print records by now. I wonder if anybody's ever tried that. You know what? <laughs> we should totally try it. I need a 3D now printer. Get, yeah. <laughs> you just got your turntable. Now it's time to invest. Mold that and see what we got. Now I'm going to try some shit. Yeah, that'll be funny. <laughs> It'd be funnier if it worked. <laughs> I know they make like chocolate records for special occasions. Chocolate records. Yeah. So. Now, can you play these records or just eat them? I think there's specialty chocolatiers that make actual playable records. I'm sure <laughs> playable is like in triple quotes. Yeah, and quality you can get. Yeah, there's I gotta can't. be a cheaper way to do this. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Well, speaking of that, you had a you had a little uh, a little uh, pre-order for this for the new album for Curiosity Thrilled the Cat, and you got enough enough interest to get yeah. some vinyls made up for that. I was eh? Very surprised about that. I what does of... that for for people listening who are thinking about getting a vinyl pressed? What what does that run you per unit? If you don't mind my asking, like, do they give you like a bulk discount if you if you have to it's, order X amount and then you get a deal or what's the crates is really cool. Like, mm -hmm. they have um, you can do it a couple of different ways. Okay, um, you can just use them like a regular uh, record person uh, record pressing service, and their okay. prices are uh, about the same as everyone else. It's okay. a Japanese company. Okay. And they've got an awesome interface for setting up your project. Like if you've never done anything like this before. Okay. Um, and it's like a crowd sourcing platform. So you know how 
bands have t-shirt sites set up where yeah like teespring and stuff like that yeah Yeah, totally it's kind of like that but you have to uh reserve at least 100 pre-orders for it to guarantee going to press okay so you set up a project you let it go for like a month or two and then uh hustle drum up as many orders as you can and you can set the price um, on top of the base price, then okay. that's what you'll make. Okay. I set mine as like the absolute minimum just because I want to get this out there for fun and vanity's purpose. Right. And so I might make like a quarter or 50 cents on each record. But, right. You know, vinyl's expensive. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, the, the cost of actual pressing is not much lower than the cost of what I've got it going for. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised it actually met the goal. And I think you were kind of skeptical about that. It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I really, <laughs> if you guys want it, let's go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a bunch of people talked me into it. And like, I've done Kickstarter and Indiegogo mm-hmm. projects for other kinds of things before. Mm-hmm. So I know the, the pattern, like you get a big kick at the beginning and then it kind of lags in the up, middle. Yeah. And then like the last couple hours are going to determine if you're going to make it or not. And that home stretch was like nail biting time and I just made it over the goal. So yay. Good for you. That's dope. Yeah, it's good. I like this album too. I like I like all the, I like everything I've heard from you. You got some good stuff. Man. Oh thank you. Totally totally different. I gotta ask, and I'm sure you've answered this ten thousand <laughs> times. What is up with the cats? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a crazy Why? cat person, obviously. Okay, how many cats do you have? Yeah. I, my wife and I <laughs> made a uh, agreement when we got married because we both knew we were at risk for like being cat hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> we were go- only going to stick to two at a time, and we've uh, we've we both have friends, or I've lived with friends who have uh, broken the floodgates and. <laughs> you know been swimming in cats so that's a good number for us that's a good number we're on our second pair right now you're on your second pair of cats yeah. there you go okay we're good that's fair enough yeah i got i got two cats as well so that's fair. oh it's a perfect number yeah two's good yeah. yeah at one point we had four and then you know things happen and away they go but oh yeah no that's too bad but I'm two's good that, unfortunately that's that's a it's never easy it's never easy for sure well, yeah, that's so great. The, uh, the the music is kind of schizophrenic and mm-hmm. switches direction on a dime. And uh, I thought the uh, the feel of it kind of matched all the personalities of the cats I've owned too. So it seemed like an, an obvious choice. That's and and you make up the uh, the song titles as well. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> I'm all in on the cat brand. You're all, oh, it's so funny. I've got a big notebook of cat pun titles yeah. that I'm, <laughs> I'm getting through, and of course, people send me theirs. So oh, do they? Never-ending okay. surprise. You know, there's a there's several other <laughs> cat-themed bands in several genres that I found on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. like um, Litterbox Massacre, uh, Itchy Kitty. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, I can't think of more off the top of my head. Yeah, Litterbox Massacre is my favorite. They're a cat Litter core Box band. <laughs> cat, a cat core band, Litterbox yeah, it's, Massacre. It's a duo, okay. like a death metal duo of two guys from <laughs> uh, two other bands that I'm okay. like, we, just, we have to do this. And I'm 
amazed that only a couple of the titles that I've picked for my songs have uh, been picked by these people because they're all oh, doing wow. cat pun titles too. And that's hilarious. It's a rich well to be uh, pulling from, apparently. No doubt. I'm actually uh, finishing up a new album, <laughs> like I'm not productive enough this year, um, that I've been working on for over a year because I'm finally collaborating with singers. That's another thing people oh, that's cool. telling me to do. Yeah. And that was literally like herding cats for a year. <laughs> you know, everyone's got their own projects mm -hmm. and collaborations and they're being generous with their time. But wow, they that's really cool. not only were generous in recording vocals for me, everyone wrote their own lyrics too. And they're nice. all cat themed. And cat -themed. I'm totally amazed with what people came up with <laughs> what uh what artists have you been working with if you can I, tell me. you're I gonna hold up you can't oh, yeah fine i, I really want to let the cat out of the bag <laughs> oh, i'm i'm totally waiting until everything is like the ink is dry on everything and yeah. and stuff is sent everything's perfect yeah oh yeah. Uh, yes <laughs> there you go. i don't want to jinx anything you know so That's we got fair. this far that's amazing. I would love to. I would love to hear your stuff with with vocals behind it too. That's great. I'll hmm. have to send you a sneak preview. Everyone can be jealous. Hey, you hear that? That's why I uh -huh. do this shit. I yeah, do this shit for the band. perks, <laughs> the accolades, of course, but also the insider scoop that I, I I am honor bound to keep your secret. I will not tell anybody. Okay. I'll just I'll just pretend it didn't happen. I'll destroy this recording after this. <laughs> So if you can remember, what was the, I mean, obviously we were talking about Michael Jackson earlier, but what was the first, you know, first album you bought that you thought, damn it, I want to try and make music. Oh man. Um, I was super into like Kraftwerk and Devo okay. growing up. So, you know, like electronic stuff, weird sounds, mm -hmm. um, weird concept albums. And they're still probably two of my biggest influences, especially Devo. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah, I've got to, they take up a lot of space on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> they take up, take up the largest amount of room in your record corner. Yeah, them and Prince, actually. Okay. He was okay. a big, big one growing up. No doubt. That's cool. That's interesting. I was a, I'm a Prince fan as well, so there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's like a never-ending supply of 12 inches and bootlegs, and it's a madness. It's madness. It's a, it's a disease and a happy one to have. I see. So what kind of um, what kind of gear are you using? You got, I think I, I, think I saw you were sh showing what MIDI you pulled out. Yeah, this, I, so when I started <laughs> making music, you know, I had the most basic ghetto gear possible is mm -hmm. some really cheap Casio keyboards and a toy drum machine and you know a four track and I'm still <laughs> I'm still using most of that gear in my music nice. um, but over time I got you know a big synth rack going with some nice vintage analog gear at a time when you could still buy it at a thrift store or a music store because right. no one 
wanted it at the time. Nobody wanted it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was foolish enough to sell most of that off over the years through different moves and downsizing and realizing, oh, I can do most of this on a laptop now or a desktop, which is how I've done most of Cat Temper. I use a program called Reason. Yes. And like I was mentioning a killer commute before, like yeah. that was a perfect time to get a lot of music <laughs> sketched out or made on the train. Mm-hmm. So it's like a perfect time right now for synth gearheads because a lot of companies are making emulations and reproductions of ton of classic gear. Um, and they're making them like super tiny and for uh, really affordable prices. So I went from like a room full of gear to a drawer and a corner of a desk and I'm doing, I can do more with, <laughs> with that, what with, I can with a smaller space. setup. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I've got, um, uh, a couple of the Korg Volkas, which are okay. almost like pocket size machines. I um, have, uh, I have a little Korg, um, I have something similar that like, like it's like the ribbon keyboard type thing. Yes. Oh, I've got a couple of those too. Um, the monotron and the monotron. That's it. That's it. I got one of those monotron ones. They're so fucking fun. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One or two batteries. Like it's, it's, it's two, uh, two AAA batteries if I remember. And they're just, if you've ever listened to, uh, any of my shit that I do with dark matter will flow. Oh, yeah. you hear that, that's, that's what that is. If you hear that oh, really? rawr, rawr, rawr sound, that's what that's from. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I'm envious. I haven't worked those into anything I've done yet because they're out of control. That's about <laughs> the only thing I could work it into. So I had to have an excuse, but yeah, for sure. They're fun. Once you get going on those things, like I'll just sit there and fuck around on it. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't even record anything. Oh, oh. Well. <laughs> I had a good time. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe next time. The other fun pocket size ones that I've been collecting is there's a company called uh, Teenage Engineering and they have this series called Pocket Operators. Yeah. That you can get for about 80 bucks US, I think. Okay. And they're like, uh, they're totally like designed like toys and sound kind of like toys. But okay. They're very powerful and I've always been leaning towards cheap Casio toy sounds anyway, so they work perfectly in my setup. That's and whatever like weird um, boutique type cheap small synths I can find. There's a guy I follow on Twitter, another Massachusetts guy who goes by Cobra Commander, Matthew. Yeah, List. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a fun um, computerless setup of small gear that he's hooked up, and um, I've been urging him to like get some recordings out. And he says he's finally thinking about making an album. He gets all kinds of bizarre stuff. Like there's this uh, company called Catskull Electronics, of course. I've got to follow them. And they make like chiptune type gear, like mods for your Game Boy, um, for your Atari 2600. So you can use... So you can do the 8-bit shit. Yeah, totally with the original chips. They've got a new thing... Um, that Cobra Commander got that I had to order immediately. It's like a 50 or $60. Uh, it's a single chip that you plug a MIDI cable into. It's a chip yeah. from original 80s arcade machines. Oh, wow. And oh, it wow. just sounds amazing. Really fat, really gnarly. You know, like <laughs> he was telling me it's like the best 
fart noises you can get out of Ainsley. <laughs> so I'm sold. No, but they're way backed up right now. I guess there's a lack of these chips. Oh, they just sure. got a, a shipment um, from somewhere and found out they're all fake. Oh, <laughs> like no. I didn't realize like vintage arcade. We're being bootlegs. Yeah. <laughs> That's a market, I guess. I guess so. There's a market for anything if you want it bad enough. Mm. You could make it happen. I saw once, I think the first time I ever, I was at a, uh, there's an electronic music festival here um, in my province called Connect. And oh. they, had, <laughs> they had some, yeah, and they had some, uh, some 8-bit going at one time. And yeah, for sure. I literally saw these guys like plug in their Game Boys and do a bunch of <laughs> shit that I didn't know. And they're just like, fucking just jamming out on the speakers i was like what in the fuck like you're playing like i don't know like zelda and shit on your on your yeah. fucking game boy through the speakers that's ridiculous i've never seen nothing like it yeah it's it's all about like <laughs> who's got the best jump around dance moves and light show yeah. when when yeah. all you've got is a handheld device yeah yeah exactly that's crazy those i don't know that i only went i only went one year but I, that was one year i saw um excision dubstep guy and oh. he's just he's fantastic it was unreal i'd never heard anything like it before in my life i'd never heard dubstep before <laughs> like, oh, wow i've hearing it for the first time yeah. that must have been killer oh dude it just like blew my friggin' mind and your ears uh, and, yeah and everything <laughs> everything i had was blown yeah it was good it was really good though awesome yeah i gotta figure out some kind of live setup especially now that everyone's like moving to live stream can just roll out of bed into it but yeah that was the question i was i was wondering if you had any any plans to do anything like that i've not done any live stuff since i was in bands like okay. in college and high school mm -hmm. what did you used to play in your bands um just synths and yeah. electronic stuff you know kept yeah. it the same um, was in like combinations of industrial and sort of electro punk and goth type stuff. This is around cool. like when Nine Inch Nails was getting big. So oh, nice. a lot of <laughs> Nine Inch Nails influenced everything going through multiple guitar pedals and glitched out. The problem was, I don't think <laughs> I've ever had a single gig where I or some audience member didn't like accidentally pull the plug on everything on my side of the stage. So I also have to figure out how I can avoid that too. But yeah. like battery operated stuff. We'll yeah, man. Manage them. Get those little cork monotrons going. You'll be fucking living the dream out there. Oh, yeah. Single, yeah my neighbors will love that too. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> What I is that fire to... alarm going on? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that's not music. Yeah, for sure, it's fine. We at one time when I lived in a different house back in my much younger years, I had we had a studio set up in there, and we had for for monitors we had two gigantic PA bins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <So they're> just <laughs> like that's out of control. Unnecessary, unnecessary. So anytime somebody on the block would have a loud party we would just simply slightly turn ours on <laughs> oh that's like a good advantage rattled the house i think one one time we were watching a movie just watching a movie and i thought it was like a reasonable volume but cops came and gave us a noise complaint oh you put everything through that <laughs> and, oh yeah we did fucking everything through it yeah 100 percent. just because you can right why not you have, yeah. <laughs> you have gear you figure out a way to say okay well, i just want to watch like youtube videos but 
with these things. At 11. <laughs> yeah. At, at, yeah. Well, these things go to 12. <laughs> they don't go to 11. They go to 12. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. That's crazy. And you can still hear. I'm impressed. No, no. I, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm half deaf. I, I worked many years in, at uh, concert venues around town. Oh, and most God. of those years, I didn't have earplugs, right? Because I'm a fucking moron. Yeah, that's a typical but, ailment. Yeah, so, you know, the hearing is not, not as sharp as it used to be half uh, the time. <laughs> I'm still kicking. I'm still all right. That's good. That's oh, good. I've got a cat showing up right now. If you there you go. There you go. Right on schedule for cat temper. No, that's great. Well, yeah, man. So I'll give you the last couple of minutes here. Just tell people where we can, where we can find uh, you, where we can support you. Well, I actually have the URL cattemper.com, which is part of the reason I picked the name. <laughs> nice. It's always a consideration these days. Yeah. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's cattempermeow. Um, but everything links to everything else. You can find my music. I'm on Bandcamp. I've got tons of funny pictures on my site. So come say hi. Come follow me. Follow, follow, and support if you can, good people. Thank you. This music is worth that 100%. Thank you. All right, man. Well, I sure appreciate you sitting down and talking to me tonight. I'll get you back here. You, uh, oh, cool. You know, I'll come, I'll get you back here again, and we will I'm all shit for this shit longer next time. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, I appreciate it. I seriously appreciate it. I've wanted to talk to you for a while, so I sure <laughs> I enjoyed it, my friend. Okay. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks a lot. Later. Bye-bye.